Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So this is a solo episode. I haven't done one of these solo episodes in a while, and I just wanted to kind of cover a a few things that are kind of coming up in kind of DMs and a few things that are kind of coming up in general from talking to people on a daily basis. And it's kind of to kind of remove the kind of the black and white thinking that we have that people can create, that people kind of creating their own headspace or around food and the stigma around certain foods and all that kind of stuff. So the biggest thing that I want to put in is a kind of a caveat at the very beginning. If you do struggle with kind of a binge eating disorder, please do go talk to a mental health professional, a dietitian to kind of help with that. This is coming, this kind of podcast is kind of coming from my experiences my research into it i am by no means an expert i can try to come at it from a nutritionist and a practitioner point of view and a coach point of view but if you do struggle with any of kind of these eating disorders around like that please do go and talk to a professional i also just want to say before i kind of start that thank you so much for everything over lockdown and with with all of your support it has been absolutely incredible and i'm super super excited I've been kind of pushing out one, two podcasts a week and I'm I'm gonna see at the minute that the headspace is has been has been good. Uh thought processes have been good and kinda of when I'm out for these walks and stuff like that, that it's when I get the ideas for the podcast and stuff like that. It's can be a burden at times having to take out the, the notepad or whatever it may be, and I'll always carry a notepad or have Otter on my phone to kind of have kind of little voice notes so I can just send those to myself. Uh, to kind of come up with ideas and that's what I would advise anyone to do if they are struggling with kind of turning off is have those little notes and you can kind of look back and scroll through them because this idea for this podcast has been kind of been there for a little while but I've just never pressed the record button on it and the reason for that is because there have been so many guests kind of coming on I just wanted to kind of today just to kind of take a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a, a break and I'm excited for the next kind of loads of episodes um as long as you guys are listening and got as long as you guys are sharing it so please do keep continue to leave a review up on itunes and stuff like that so today's guest is myself um as i've said already so this episode is about black and white thinking around food so black and white thinking around food is the kind of the fallacy that there are only two possibilities around food when in fact there are kind of multiple alternatives it doesn't account for context doesn't account for conditions and doesn't account for variables and uh, this is kind of the most common mind trap we fall into when it comes to weight loss and it can be the most common kind of mind trap we what can happen when we come into weight loss either we're all in or we're all out and there's very little room for any wiggle room or very little room for kind of discrepancy around like that hence the kind of thing of black and white thinking either we're eating exactly on plan and working out or we go off plan plan even a little feel guilty and eventually quit completely and quitting has happened i had a message from a client during the week that she had been dieting for potentially 30 years and i was like that is a long time that's nearly my whole entire life that that person has been dieting and now she seems to have found a balance like we've been together we've been working together for during lockdown lost 22 pounds and she's doing absolutely amazing and i'm excited to see like there's been holidays there's been drinking there's been socializing there's been time for her and trying to create some pattern some routine for her has been the biggest thing the biggest thing to ask yourself is have you noticed this thought and behavioral pattern in yourself have you noticed this kind of whole feeling guilty feeling this kind of 
feeling guilty for missing a workout, feeling guilty for having a little bit of ice cream, feeling guilty for kind of just pressing the fuck a button, as Paul Dermody would say. What's going on here and how do we stop it is the big question that we need to ask. In this episode, I'm going to tell you how to get out of this black and white thinking that can inevitably derail your long-term weight loss uh, and that can ultimately make you pretty miserable along the way. So the, the, the three main points for this is there's three kind of black and white thinking is comprised of three thought processes or thought errors, uh, as I kind of like to call them, which is perfectionism, thinking the worst thing will happen. And number three is past focused or future focus. So I think what we need to try and start with is let's talk about perfectionism. It's often held as a standard of excellence. We all strive for it. But how can you strive for something that doesn't necessarily exist? We want to be perfect on your plan. We want to be perfect in how we look. We want to be perfect in how we society sees us. How perfect job, perfect house, perfect. Perfect doesn't exist because everyone's metric of success is completely different. Some people want to have the high profile job. Some people want to have abs. Some people want to have the hips, the hip dip. Some people want to look a certain way. Some people want to be seen to be a certain way. So society dictates that. That would be ideal, but is it really? I kind of like to offer that perfection and excellence are different things. They're two different entities. And what we're really striving for here is excellence, not perfection. Why do I say this? Because we can control, we can never control everything. And perfection demands 100% control. Excellence doesn't. Excellence doesn't exist. Excellence requires ingenuity and adaptability. We need to be adaptable for, for sustainable weight loss. It's the biggest thing. We need to be adaptable to situations. We need to be adaptable to certain societal kind of events, societal things that are going on and, and be able to adapt to situations. If we, there's a, there's a dramatic saying called, if we don't adapt, we die. We've had to adapt to certain things that's going on at the minute with COVID. So, okay, let me just use this real life example that's out there. It's like when a client tells me that they can't stay on their food plan when they go out for drinks with colleagues after work because the restaurant doesn't have any healthy options. So what they could end up saying is they're just going to stop going. Now, how would you actually respond? Think about it. Pause the episode and say, right, would you actually stop going? Should she stop going? Seems logical, right? If her goal is to stick to her plan and this is derailing her plan or so-called derailing her plan, she should avoid it, right? This is how black and white thinking creeps in. You're either 100% in or 100% out. This is 100% diet mentality and why this mentality sucks. What we're cultivating here is lifestyle mentality. Excellence, not perfection. We're trying to adapt a situation, not striving for perfection. So that's why I would actually argue the opposite. Will going out with colleagues for a drink after work pose challenges to her plan? Sure, but so will life. Life will throw us curveballs. Life will, we have to ultimately learn how to live a life and create a routine, a plan, a structure that will work for us. You can't avoid your life. So ask some questions instead. How can she have both? Is there an option of staying on her plan and going out after work? So like for when I talk about this plan, it's not about here's your meal plan and here you go. That's not the style of coaching that I do. There's not like anyone that gives you a meal plan and says, right, you can only eat this. That's not going to be a meal plan that you can stick to long term. Maybe she doesn't drink. Maybe she does drink. Maybe she goes and eats something that's not on her plan, but that's small enough. It won't make a massive difference. You don't you won't put on weight in one meal. You haven't put on weight over one meal. It's about kind of pressing that reset button that we've spoken about before. 
and will it be that easy for that person or will it be that easy for someone to get out of it like a click of the fingers probably not maybe not maybe the per the client that we're talking about here maybe her brain will be serving up some self-pity and discomfort about not drinking or not eating like everyone else but that's okay sometimes you can do the hard things you can coach yourself through it you can lean on a coach through your through those times as well what i'm saying is that the gray area is where life happens so to avoid falling back into that old black and white sand trap that we can fall back into we need to develop a problem solving mindset instead of a victim mindset i've brian Keane has been on this podcast he's talking about a victim mentality about trying to get rid of that victim mentality so please do go ahead over and listen to that episode victim mindset is if it's not perfect then why even try we are all afraid of failure we are all afraid of failing to other people we are when we go on a diet we hide we hide away from the fact that we're unhappy and we kind of fail in private it's so easy to fail in private because you've no one to show up to you've no one to hold you accountable you've no one to look after your best interests so here's another scenario your alarm goes off instead of getting up and going for your run you hit snooze how often do we do that when you finally get up, you have just enough time to, to kind of spray your hair, you've brushed your hair, dry shampoo and head off to work. How do you feel? If you answer feel like crap, why? What if you actually felt fine about it? It's all going to depend on what you make up about hitting snooze and missing your run. If you think it makes you a loser who never does what they're saying they're going to do and never lose weight, you will definitely feel like crap. But that's making things worse in your head. But maybe you think, you know, I, I really needed that sleep. And try to put a positive spin on it. Say maybe that extra 15 minutes is the difference between me having energy today for the whole day. And that I can eat wholesome foods. That I will have energy to get through the day and go for those meetings. And you can recommit to it and go running that night. Or go to bed earlier than run the next day. Try to stay off your phone and stuff like that. Which day you think you're, which day do you think you're more likely to eat on your plan? Now if you're wondering okay. So why am I so tough on myself and you're beating yourself up about that right? Please listen to what I'm about to say. We have a natural tendency to have negative thoughts because our survival brain works really, really well. It's always on the lookout for threats and danger. It's kind of like a computer. It goes, we have about, I think it's like 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day and 80% of those thoughts are negative. Our brain's number one function is to keep us safe. We have a, fl- a flight or fight mode in our brain and our brain is looking out for threats and danger for what we could go wrong and what could go wrong. It's trying to protect us. The problem is it cannot differentiate between a saber tooth and a work presentation to the board of directors. It thinks both e- are equally threatening. I cannot decipher the difference between the two. So it's up to us as humans, as people to work on our own mind and reassure our survival brain that nothing is going on wrong. Nothing is going wrong here. If you are missing your morning runs consistently, maybe reassess. Is it time to make changes to your schedule or change up to up the running entirely? Maybe you don't value it. If you don't value something, you're not going to do it. So if you're consistently missing the say that 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. gym slot, maybe try to train in the at lunchtime. Maybe try to train in the evenings. Remember, a problem solving mindset is going to take you so much farther than beating yourself up about not doing it. Maybe you're being too hard on yourself and being so unrealistic with your expectations on yourself and potentially maybe five days a week is unrealistic for you to kind of go for a run. Most of my clients only train three days a week. Some go for walks every day. Some don't even do any weight training because they haven't got anything at home and some people are still training at home. The second thought of of error of black and white thinking is kind of thinking 
the worst thing that will happen. Our brains have a tendency to make things worse than they, which they are and can send us spiraling and not being able to cope with different things. Here's a scenario. You go to the movies on a Friday night and your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend buys a huge bag of buttered popcorn. You aren't going to have any because that's definitely not on your plan. But then you're sitting there as you're kind of as he, he or she is munching away in your ear. It's irritating you. The smell is kind of getting to you. The smell is intoxicating. Your mouth is watering. And you think, well, maybe I'll have a little. And at first you're taking a few just to try. Then a handful is before you know it. You're elbow deep and he's and you're kind of wondering where the where the your partner's popcorn has gone. And there's a there's a really really good book called Slim by Design by Brian Wanstein. And he talks about this that when they gave kind of cartons of popcorn to people at various different sizes people are unconsciously kind of eating they're being distracted by what's on the screen they're being distracted what's on in in front of them and they're not ultimately being present with what their food is so that's why i try to encourage my clients to not have food in front of the tv because your mind we cannot multitask we cannot do two things at the same time we need to focus on being present with our food being with our present with our family of those around us then the movie starts and you spend the whole time kind of ruminating or thinking the worst things happen that you've gone off your plan. Then the next day you see the scale has gone up by four pounds, most likely from the salt or the water retention. It's not fat. And then, then you feel pretty bad. You feel gross. You feel blur and you all feel, you feel quite bloated. This is a very, very typical situation of what some of my clients message me on a can rest, message me on a regular basis about so at brunch you think well i should get the avocado toast but i really want the cream cheese eggs benedict and then what the hell i've already went off my plan that so this and so this is how the weekend goes all with the intention of getting back a plan on monday that then that whole diet starts monday mentality comes back in and then that kind of happens again on a friday and saturday then diet starts monday mentality comes back in and that continues and then you're you're you get more frustrated you think the worst thing's going to happen that you're never going to be able to get into the feel more comfortable in yourself but feel more comfortable in your clothes so what's the circumstance here remember the circumstance is only the facts that we as observers can all agree to there are no opinions here the circumstances are neutral not good or bad in this case the circumstances that you ate popcorn that's it you ate popcorn everything that happens after this is in your control how you react to the situation is in your control how you react to yourself and how you speak to yourself afterwards is in control how you press reset after you after you've had the popcorn and stuff like that yes you may have overindulged one night but did anyone die no there are more important shit going on in the world right now than you having popcorn and then feeling crap about yourself afterwards you should not feel crap about yourself for potentially overindulging we all do it Sure, I have an ice cream every single day. I've struggled with this, so this is why I'm kind of talking about it a little bit. Now, what are the thoughts you had about eating the popcorn? That's the really, really big key here. It could be popcorn, it could be chocolate, it could be ice cream. You get to decide what it means to you. You get to decide what to think about it. And it's important to not think automatically because it will lead you to feel and act based on that thought. So what can happen in this scenario, you've... You likely had a lot of self-defeating thoughts about eating the popcorn, the ice cream, the chocolate, the wine and going off plan. You made it mean a whole lot of negative things about you and about life. It was it was a disaster is basically what you're saying to yourself. Maybe they look like I have no self-control. Maybe you've quoted to yourself, I'll always, I always go off plan. I'll never be able to stick to my plan. 
my weight loss goal is impossible or maybe they're, de- they're less defining and they come in the form of it won't matter what I eat now because I've already gone off plan so I'm going to go off plan and continue to do this all of these thoughts are created out of kind of a host of guilty despairing feelings that led to a lower energy that then you feel your overeating actions over the weekend and what I'm kind of trying to say is and, now, and do you see how the entire weekend was then determined by the past this leads me to kind of the next thought error that people have being entirely past or future focused black and white thinking is predicated on thoughts of the past what you eat how you screwed up yet again vicious circle continues 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 or on the future how one day maybe tomorrow or maybe on monday you'll get back on plan but definitely not now so you better enjoy the freedom now before restriction rears its ugly head again soon i had a client who was much more focused on the future to avoid discomfort about overeating she kept telling herself that she would start the next day and that even if she gained weight that would be okay because she she would lose it in the future and it wouldn't be hard to lose it this became a habit this became a habitual pattern of thinking and the overeating only continued that future in which it would be easy to lose weight never came never pressed the button and kind of said right i actually need to try and look after my own best interest it's hard to be in the present sometimes i do get that if anyone has worked with me or if anyone got to know me i am i can be quite hard on myself i'm always looking for that next thing I'm not here to sugarcoat anything, that's not my style, but I am here to acknowledge for you that it's worth it. As much as it's so tempting to focus on your screw up and then allowing yourself to ride that wave or push off the push off the work for your future self to deal with, neither will you get any closer to your goal, neither will you feel any better about yourself, neither will you be able to focus on what you're trying to do in the long term. Trust me, this happens more often than you think. So you're not the only person, if you're listening to this and you're resonating with this, which I hope you are, you're not the only person that struggles with this. So the only way is to see what's happening and be with yourself. Cheesy as it sounds, it doesn't matter what happened yesterday, this morning to 10 minutes ago. And don't set yourself up for more weight to lose down the road. Remind yourself that it actually won't be any easier than it is right now. So please remind, remember that. Remind yourself that it is actually it actually won't be any easier than it is right now. And that's okay too. Sometimes it's hard to it's hard but it, it does get easier dieting can be easier when you figure it out that works for you a process that works for you so here's the solution to black and white thinking notice where you are perfectionism thinking the worst thing future or past thinking and then take a massive massive deep breath can you allow what's happening in this moment does it feel overwhelming nothing is going wrong this is just your survival brain alarming you but they're false alarms. You will not die. You need to be kind of here. You need to be present. This may just be a little bit cheesy for you. This may not work for you, but it's very, very important that if you can acknowledge your little triggers, what's setting you off, what's setting off those false alarms, it becomes a hell of a lot easier. It may not happen overnight and it probably won't happen overnight, but you need to realize that what's going to help you today, tomorrow may help you three months, six months, one year down the line. When you do get good at this, when you can make friends with the present moment and cultivate a feeling of acceptance of whatever's coming for you, you are in the driver's seat again. It's important for you to be feeling control. It's important for, there's so many other things that we cannot control, but we can ultimately control what's going into our mind. We can control what's being put into our bodies and what's fueling our bodies. You need to identify the circumstance. Remind yourself it's neutral 
and you get to apply meaning to it. Think of how relative this is. What one person's slip up is, is another person's idea of a perfect day. It's totally subjective. Every person's journey is completely different. This is not belittling any person's slip up, but other people have slipped up and they're still getting to their goals. If you think of weight loss as linear, as a straight line of progress, you're in for a little bit of a shock. Nothing is perfect. Nothing that's worthwhile is perfect. We keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. We keep looking at other people's bodies and saying, right, they haven't had to do the work for this. They've just done more reps in the gym. They've probably had a lot more slip ups than you have. It's not a contest if they have though. But everyone's perfect day is completely subjective. What thoughts do you think, do you want to think on purpose? Let's go back to the popcorn example that I kind of made. What are thoughts that you would serve your winning formula? A lifestyle mindset. Think of it as merely a setback. Examples are, I went off plan and that's okay. I'm determined to stay on plan today. Win the next meal. I'm disappointed in myself because I didn't do what I said I would. That's okay. I'm recommitting to myself now. Press reset. This is a process. How can I learn from this? What do I want to do differently next time? How am I going to adapt to the situation the next time? If you were doing the same thing over and over again and not learning from those little things or from those little life lessons that are coming up, you will become frustrated. You're not taking the time to acknowledge. You're not taking the time to say to yourself, how can I adapt to this and win the next time? And, and it's all about enjoying the moment. It's about enjoying the time and being present with others. But it's also about enjoying the time with yourself and saying to yourself, right, I've had this meal. I've gone out for dinner. I've had a few drinks. I've enjoyed my time, taking the positive out of it. What can I do the next day? I can head out for a walk and get more water into my body. I can enjoy the next meal. Get used to talking to yourself in this new way. This is how we begin to live our lives from a place of direction versus default. Imagine how you might feel if you had these types of thoughts. You might feel determined and might be a little bit more compassionate towards yourself and you might be a little bit more committed. Being more committed is not going to the gym seven times a week. It's not going 1200 calories. It's not going keto. It's being more committed to the process, being more committed to yourself and trying to tweak little things along the way. And imagine what actions you would take then. You might ensure you ate on plan that day, got your movement in, got your steps in. So if you've gone out on night eight, focus on trying to get your steps in that day. How can you raise your energy? You can raise your energy by getting proper sleep and not scrolling. You can raise your energy by trying to maybe try to read three three to 10 pages each day, trying to improve your knowledge, trying to improve your skill set, try to read a podcast, try to catch up with friends. What's the result? You don't let one slip up bring your cra- you crashing down and undo all the hard work you've done previously. You course direct. You don't head straight into the iceberg like the Titanic. And eventually you get to your natural weight because you haven't been punishing yourself with food. You are the captain of your ship. You are the captain of where you want to go. Yes, there will be, you'll have to go through icebergs, you'll have to go through bridges, you'll have to go through tolls, all that kind of stuff along the way. But ultimately you are directing, you are the composer of what you want to do and no one else is. But you may be thinking, okay, I'm a perfectionist, it's all good for me, but don't confuse perfection with high expectations. Step one, notice what is what your brain is kind of serving up. Respond from your authentic self, even if you don't believe it at first. 
Keep practicing. This is the process. Repetition is the mother of all success. Repetition is the mother of all success. Step two, know that you don't have to wait a day, a weekend, or until the 1st of January to start again. Think of every meal as a new opportunity to make a healthy choice, to make a decent health food choice. There are no good things as good or or bad foods. I hope this makes you a little bit more, gives you a little bit more clarification on black and white thinking. It's so common and so pervasive that there are always more than two ways of being. You are in good company with all of us who have been there and I have been there. So hopefully this has helped you understand a little bit better. You'll notice it sooner. Hopefully you won't let it bring you down. So the biggest things that we need to kind of look back and say and kind of move away from this whole ideology of perfectionism. Why? Because we can never control everything. But what we can control is pressing reset, going again. What we can control is ultimately, if you're in any way competitive, trying to win the next meal. It's There's so many common examples of kind of going out for meals and then on a Friday, you feel a little bit sorry for yourself on a, on a Saturday after having potentially overindulged, had a few drinks on a Saturday. And then it's kind of this whole diet starts Monday. Then you have a lot of salads Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday, social life kind of comes back in. It's about trying to seeing food as kind of fuel. And that it isn't easy to do. This isn't going to happen overnight. But it's also setting yourself up not for a fall by not saying to yourself and saying, oh, I'm going to go for a run at five o'clock in the morning. And then you knowing yourself, you are just going to press the snooze button and never go. It's about trying to fit in something that you can know you can stick to. Maybe if you want to say go to the gym, th- to the gym three times in a week, maybe say to yourself, right, I'm going to try and go on a Monday. So I'm going to try and almost win the week. Start off the week on a good place. Then what other day, if I look at my schedule and make my schedule work for myself, how, what other day can I go? I can go Thursday. Amazing. And then I can go on Saturday. If you have a family and stuff like that, potentially go before the kids are going. It's about kind of seeing what works for you on your plan. Cookie cutter plans or meal plans aren't what I provide. They aren't what the answer is to your solution. Your solution to your problem is being more sympathetic towards yourself. About kind of moving away from this black and white thinking and moving into more of a grey thinking. It is a natural tendency to have negative thoughts. That's the way our brain works. But it's about challenging those thoughts. It's about kind of adapting a problem-solving mindset. It's going to take you further than beating yourself up. It's about not kind of trying to kind of say that it won't happen. It only won't happen if you allow it. You have control of what goes into your mind. You have control of what goes into your body. And it's about pressing the reset and going again. It's about enjoying, the, enjoying those social occasions like the, the popcorn and the cinema situation that I spoke about. And if you want to have the popcorn, happy days. Maybe get a smaller bag. Maybe get a smaller portion and enjoy it. You have to be able to live. Fitness isn't, and fitness and health has been for so long about kind of having abs and all this kind of stuff. It's slowly moving away. But some of us have been defaulted and been this image of perfection, this image of that kind of body image has been put onto us for so long 
that we need to try and kind of show a little bit of self-control and say to ourselves, right, how do I want to feel? And try to work your way back. What what little steps can I put in place in order to control how I feel about food, control how I feel about myself and control what you are doing on a daily basis. I got asked a question by clients a little while ago about doing a mindset episode, which I did probably two or three weeks ago at this stage. And we all read these books. We all look, listen to these podcasts looking for the secret solution, but we never focus on this, what the solution actually is. And it's how we perceive things. It's how we look after our own energy, how we look after our, our fueling ourselves. We need to be present focused rather than past or future focused. We need to kind of say to ourselves, what can I do to win the next day? It is hard to be present sometimes, but going on your phone ain't going to be helping being present. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything at all, but it's so, so important that if you are more present and saying, right, how am I feeling about this meal? All right, I have, I potentially overindulged. Potentially shouldn't have had those chips. There's nothing wrong with chips, by the way. But I want them. I enjoyed the occasion. So what am I going to do? I am going to go for a walk now. I'm going to go for a walk after the meal. I'm going to go for a, bring one of my mates up for a walk and potentially walk the dog. Bring the kids with me. There's like When you are in that whole perfectionism, that whole ideology of thinking the worst thing that will happen, the future the past thinking it's tiring you've done so many repetitions on that wheel you're like a, you're like a hamster going in that wheel and you don't let yourself live you don't you you're constantly trying to outdo yourself you're trying to constantly press reset you're trying to constantly diet starts monday and then you fail it's merely a setback so the examples that i spoke about where i went off plan that's okay I'm disappointed in myself. But what can you say and twist it around? This is a process. What can I do differently the next time? I can enjoy myself. I can enjoy the company. I can surround myself with people who are on the same same thing. And that's why I've created Team SWF. It's really, really important for yourself to say to yourself, what's the result that I'm looking for? Work your way back. Notice the little things that your brain is serving up. Respond from your authentic self. You may not believe it. This may be too wishy-washy. Keep practicing. Keep repping. Keep doing. Keep trusting the process. It's not going to happen overnight. Know what you want. Know what you want to do and work your way back. So guys, I hope this has really helped you with kind of removing the black and white thinking from food. Like there is no good or bad food. It's just about kind of trying to enjoy yourself, trying to live in the moment and trying to embrace the small little changes that you can make along the way. If you are feeling a little bit blur, if you are feeling over, if you potentially are carrying those extra few pounds, that didn't happen overnight. This is the same thing. This whole removing the black and white thinking isn't going to happen overnight. But what you can do is start. It's not I'm going to start on the 1st of January. It's not that I'm going to start on Monday. But what you can do, and it's so, it's so, so common. But what you can do is try to say to yourself is how am I going to understand myself better? How am I going to move away from being so hard on myself? How am I going to help myself? 
And that's ultimately what you're trying to do. You're trying to help yourself. You're trying to make yourself more comfortable in your own skin. Not trying to fit into societal norms because that is tiring. And I've been there. It's about trying to find a balance that works for you. It's about finding a life that works for you, that you can enjoy those social occasions, enjoy the the lifestyle that you want to do. And showing up most of the time is going to get you to where you want to go. So guys, if you've enjoyed this episode at all, please do tag me up on your story. I really, really hope it has helped. If you do have any underlying binge eating disorders or anything like that, please do go and talk to a mental health professional or a dietitian. I will have to put that disclaimer on this um because i'm gonna have to stay in my lane on this if you've enjoyed it guys please do leave a review up on itunes the more reviews the more shares the more downloads the better people i can get on and if you have any people that you want to get me to get on pop me a message um and i'll be more than happy to try and reach out to those guys so guys thank you so much for listening hope this episode has helped and i will talk to you very soon